We are now live, coming to you from Washington, D.C., and they have canceled my comedy show. You know, Thursday through Sunday night is usually reserved for stand-up comedy, live entertainment. However, COVID canceled us. The inspectors, all Democrats, came in and said, this building is not ready to be open. They moved me to July. I had flights booked. I had hotel rooms booked. I had rental cars. And I said, I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go to Washington, D.C. And here I am, sitting here with nothing to do, so I decided the show must go on. What do you think of that? The show must go on. If I cannot do a stand-up comedy show live, then I will open up the internet, and here's the beauty of YouTube, Facebookers, and my podcasters. We are now going to reach more than the two or 300 people who are going to see me tonight. We are going to reach potentially 10 to 40,000 people. Did we do better or what? Now before we go live, I always have like a little four minute intro, a little music jam, and I'm watching all you guys leave comments in the chats and they are hilarious. So I try to highlight them and I'm kind of watching. It's kind of when I'm being a little sneaky Steve. I'm like, <laughs> whoa. So I'm kind of uh, being a voyeur and I'm watching. That's why if you're a podcaster, you want to catch one of these lives and interact. That's what makes this show better than any show on TV. Better than Trevor No Laughs. Better than Stephen Coboring. Better than Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Corden. Better than Jimmy Oprah. So today, because this was an unscheduled live, I'm going to focus more on you guys. I don't have as much prepared. This is not an official The Right Show episode. So this is your show. And to prove this was not prepared, the internet was so bad in my hotel. How bad was it? I want to show you where I had to move to because I went to log on. The internet was so bad from my room. I came down to the gym. It's the only room that had Wi-Fi hardwired into the wall. And it was plugged into like one of those Peloton bikes. So I unplugged the Peloton bike and I plugged the Wi-Fi hardwire right into my laptop so I could get a nice stream. The downside is if anyone comes in to work out, uh, yeah, we got to pretend like we're lifting and we're just watching like one of those exercise videos because I could get kicked out of the gym for unplugging their machinery and using it for my show. How creative is that? If you don't believe me, take a look. This is where I am right now. Let's get this comment off. It's been on there for a while. This is it. And I'm going to show you what I've done here. You can zoom in a little bit. And uh, podcasters, you have to see this. And that's why you're hearing, by the way, horrible piano and mood music. I looked all over the gym to see where can I turn off this stupid elevator music. Partially because when I'm in the gym, I want to hear my own tunes or my own podcast. And here I am. You're going to hear all kinds of top 20 rated PG music. I unplugged this device here, plugged it into my computer, and it's sitting on top of a garbage can next to a treadmill. All right. So don't ever let anyone tell you Kayvon does not work hard to bring you entertainment like no other. Trevor No Laughs never has to deal with this. He gets $17 million a year to bore you and hate this country and talk about how amazing Africa is. I say he goes back there and shows us what he loves about it. He'll never do that. So anyway, this side's gonna be much stronger than this side. If you see him at my next show, who thinks that is hilarious? Bill Sheridan said, oh my gosh, he's in the gym. <laughs> Killer 9000 laughing, Carmindy Stevens. And of course, sunshine, happy lady says, good job. 
that's the extent we go to. How is my volume? I want you guys to tell me how is the volume, because I got a microphone set up on a bicycle right here, and I usually like it a little closer to my mouth, but you know what? If the volume's okay, then uh, someone said, Kayvon, keep working out. All right, I'm gonna do my Russian twists, and you tell me if the volume's all right. Got a lot of thumbs up. HL says volume is good. Are you hearing the horrible piano music in the background? Let's have a moment of silence. Three, two, one. Hopefully it's not too noticeable, but you can tell me. Maybe it just sounds like I have a band. Hey, there's the band over there. Thanks for playing that. Tickle those keys, Dave. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk really loud and try to overpower the sound of the horrible piano. Or you can just pretend I'm in a wine bar and it's getting a little romantic. We do have a few things we want to announce before we kind of get into the rest. Visit your local podcast provider. Give this show five to ten stars. If they offer 100, go for that. You can find it on anchor.fm slash Comedy or any podcast. You just type in The Right Show, Kayvon. You should not have trouble. We have hit 300,000 plus subscribers on YouTube. This causes the media great discomfort because they have picked their little ponies to win the race. And we're coming from out of the wilderness, just beefed up like Wolverine, just, just like a vampire, just like a, what are those, uh, it's not a, it's not a Wolverine, it's not a vampire. What's the animal I'm thinking of? You know, it's the other one. They're just really nasty. I'm coming like one of those crazy animals. Uh, yeah, a hairy beast. Yeah, uh, but that could just be any Persian guy. I'm talking about that lichen. There you go, the lichen, which there's another, there you go. Thank you, rebel. You think I've been drinking, totally sober. A werewolf. I don't know why that wasn't coming to mind. It could be because I hear an air conditioner, pianos, my microphone is on a bicycle, and it looks like there's a guy in spandex stretching out there waiting to come in. He thinks there's a real show going on. All right, if he comes in, well, maybe the spandex man with his uh, privates bulging over there will uh, make a, a small appearance. I wasn't looking, but it was hard to not notice. Okay, so yes, I'm coming to attack their favorite comedians and it's because I've been in the dungeon training for 15 years and if they're not gonna give me a, a show we're gonna make our own how do you think my show would compete if they put it on Fox Newsmax OAN Network or even just on a, a small channel on the side how would it compete with the mainstream ponies I think we would destroy all of them why don't you let me know where you are and what time it is where you are the reason I ask we normally go live on Wednesdays. So if you're trying to catch my show, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, California time, on a Wednesday is usually the best time. However, I like to go at an odd hour on a Friday. Right now it's 9 p.m. on a Friday, Pacific Standard Time. I'm gonna catch all new people who have never caught a live. Welcome to the show. Let's highlight your comments. We got Californians in the house. Fort Wayne in the house. Tennessee in that by the way you got to bring me to Tennessee and we even caught some Hawaiians we've never really had a lot of Hawaiians and look because I went out a weird time 6 p.m. on a Friday welcome our Hawaiian guest for being here let's give you a little love right here so as you know we're in the gym live from the gym tonight I can focus on you because the show is more about you right now it's not so much things I've pre-prepared 
But if you want to catch me live, the summer tour continues. Private event in Gettysburg, then Irvine, which only has 20 tickets left with two weeks to go. So if you were thinking about going to Irvine, do not wait. Get your tickets this weekend. They will be sold out after that. And Minneapolis, Liberty, Ohio, and Chicago now. Chicago's another private event. Something I, I don't do often, but I want to do tonight. We're giving away five free tickets to Minneapolis if you email info at k comedycom We're giving away five tickets to Liberty, Ohio, but it's only for one person at a time. Don't say, oh, I'll take all five. No. The goal of promotional items like this, we want to honor you for paying attention, but we want you to bring your friends and have them buy a ticket and come laugh. We're working together here. I hope that makes sense. We're going to do that. If you want those tickets, Minneapolis and, of course, Liberty, Ohio, you email info at k comedycom Because I'm upset about DC canceling, I'm not going to do a lot of comedy clubs anymore. They open, they close, the government gets involved. This is my new move, private events. If you want a show, get 20 of your friends, go to your local barber shop or your local tavern or your local living room, bring 20, 40, 100, 1,000 friends to your living room, hand me a karaoke mic, tell me some dirt ahead of time about your friends, and we will do a private comedy show. All right, that's how easy it is. I have done private comedy shows for as little as four people before. But no show is as private as this one I just got emailed to me. Let me set this up. A man filmed his wife in bed and sent it to me. Now hold on. This is a late show, so we can go into these later topics. What would you do as a famous half-Persian comedian if a man filmed his wife in bed and sent it to you. That's the question of the hour. Someone uh, is telling me they're in Ohio. Someone said it's the district of cancellation, DC. I like that, and that is exactly what happened. Lady Phoenix said, ooh, if, if my man filmed me in bed, that would be a starry night. Plastico Flamingo, Kayvon, what was she doing in bed? Carrie Kramer, was she snoring in bed, says Renee. And Joe Biden is a racist, that is the name of that person, said, I would laugh and not even answer. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to share with you the video that the man sent me. I didn't ask for this video, but I am going to, set, I'm going to share right now for the first time ever a private video sent to me that a man filmed of his wife in bed, and you get to see what it's like to be a comedian and get all kinds of very interesting stuff. Look at Vincent, says yay. Steady says no. And Elizabeth says, let's do a private show of our own. All right, this is your chance now to watch what the man filmed, the wife in bed. Just to make it clear, he asked her to please watch one of my comedy clips and he filmed her reaction without her knowing he had the camera on. This made me laugh. Hello from Washington, D.C. It is your favorite, most patriotic, most half-Persian comedian that you've ever seen. Now, I had a very funny email come to me, and the gentleman said, I made my wife listen to one of your comedy clips, but I filmed her listening to it, and you can see in her eyes that she didn't like it at first and did by the end. So it's hard to explain. Enjoy the comedy clip, 
And if you film your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend in bed, send it to me. Because women have skills men don't have. You can't just say, I'm a woman. Do something a woman could do, then I'll believe you, right? Can you break into my iPhone in the time I go to the bathroom and come back to the dinner table? <laughs> just something basic. Can you be totally starving but have no idea what you want to eat? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Can you turn a compliment into an argument? That's what I want to know. It's like, babe, you look beautiful tonight. So I didn't look beautiful last night? Uh, you're good. You are good. You look so photogenic. So I don't look beautiful in real life? Wasn't that hilarious? Until next time, film your wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband in bed. Who would have guessed that that would be a PG family-friendly moment? A lot of you were thinking it was something else. I don't know where, where your mind has been. But as you know on this show, it's one of the only shows where if you like what you're seeing, if you're laughing, you can throw a tip in the bucket and we need to give a shout out to Yesenia Lopez, who's one of the biggest supporters of our show. Thank you. That is what we call a super chat, which makes your name even bigger. I can see it and highlight it prominently as a thank you. We also got one from Mary Rohner. And once we get 100 more comments, we can't really catch up to the last one. So I didn't catch it in time, although I wanted to. So you get a shout out too. All right, a lot of you, what did you think you were going to see? One tall drink of H2O says, I thought you were going to show us a video of a lady snoring. Mm -mm -mm. That would not be fun. I don't share stuff like that. Someone else said, wow, she was gorgeous. Was that Jennifer Garner? Podcasters, you have to see the video. What a great smile. Uh, that is a wife to be jealous of. Maybe she has a sister for me. Hint, hint. Uh, I love the introduction. Uh, <laughs> see, I love introducing people to comedians and getting that type of reaction. That's what Mark B. sent in. That's one of the best things you can do to keep comedy alive. If you have a favorite comedian, maybe he's half Persian, I don't know, a lot of people don't really know him yet, then you share it and now they become fans. I can't tell you how I went from 40,000 subscribers to 300,000 in just four months thanks to people like you who did just that. Nice video, says Renee. And uh, Ray Lopez says, my name is a good name. All right, it's time to go to the next segment. I don't share this clip because it makes people triggered. This is a comedy clip I did three years ago when I started to notice a very interesting trend. All the guys getting me tooed were creepy Jewish guys. Now, that is not to say Jewish men are creepy. Please don't misunderstand me. Ben Shapiro, talented guy, married, Orthodox Jew. Okay, then you have people like, uh, there's a guy named Horstein, Warstein. You guys can tell me in the comments. This guy is a uh, conservative, really good guy. Uh, I should know it. I've seen him. He's an older conservative, used to be a radical Marxist. Let's see if I can find his name. I want you to look him up. This is horrible. I should know. I really like the guy. He asked a... Um, if she supported Hamas and she like totally said I think you should be 
put into the sea. She told the guy during his own speech, I think you should get driven into the sea and murdered. I support Hamas. Yes. Good evening. I uh, just wanted to say thank you for coming to campus tonight and uh, presenting your point of view. It's always valuable to have two sets of uh, views going on at the same time. Um, very useful. Uh, my name is Jumana Imad Musa Ahmed Al-Bahri, um, and I'm a student here at UCSD. Uh, I was reading your literature. I found that much more interesting than the talk. And um, I found some interesting things about the MSA which is an organization that's very active on campus, and it is hosting uh, our annual Hitler Youth Week. You should come out to those events. Um, if you could clarify the connection between the MSA and jihad terrorist networks, because yeah, last, last I checked, we had to do our own fundraising, and uh, we never get help from anyone. So if you could clarify the connection between UCSD's MSA, or if you don't have such information, if you could connect other MSAs on UCs, because the connection wasn't too clear in the pamphlet, just if you could clarify. Okay. Will you uh, condemn Hamas here and now? I'm sorry, what? Will you condemn Hamas? Would I condemn Hamas? As a terrorist organ, genocidal organ. Are you asking me to put myself on a cross? So you won't. I, I actually have had this experience many times. You didn't read the pamphlet because the pamphlet is chapter and verse. Uh, the main connection is that the MSA is part of the Muslim Brotherhood network as revealed in the documents. I don't think you understood what anyway, I meant by that. I is, meant if I say something, I'm sure that I will be arrested for reasons of Homeland Security. So if you could please just answer my question. If you condemn Hamas, Homeland Security will if arrest you. If I support you. Hamas, because your question forces me to condemn Hamas, if I support Hamas, well, I look really bad. If you bad. don't condemn Hamas, obviously you support it. Case closed. <laughs> I have had this experience, uh, I give you, I had this experience at UC Santa Barbara where there were 50 members of the Muslim Students Association sitting right in the rows there. And throughout my hour talk, I kept asking them, will you condemn Hezbollah and Hamas? Uh, and none of them would. And then when the question period came, the president of the Muslim Students Association was the first person to ask questions. And I said, you know, before you start, will you condemn Hezbollah? And he said, well, that question is too complicated for a yes, no answer. So I said, okay, I'll put it to you this way. I'm a Jew. The head of Hezbollah has said that he hopes that we will gather in Israel so he doesn't have to hunt us down globally. For it or against it? For it. Thank you. Thank you for coming and showing everybody what's, what's here. I know, right? And it's not Epstein, don't worry. I'm going to look it up while I show you the video. Larry David, I love Larry David. But the point is, many of the men in Hollywood that got Me Too'd all had a very common denominator. They all had ween, wine, or wiener in their name. And I propose to you, if you put wiener in a man's name, now he sees it monogrammed on his shirt. He sees it on his business cards. He prints out his paperwork, wiener, wiener, wiener. Men already think too much about a certain thing,
But if you add it to their name, there's no denying it. They're going to be totally addicted to the wiener. I can't believe none of you have helped me with the name of this elderly guy. He used to be a Marxist. Balding. He's got a really gravelly voice. This is a very good impression of his voice. And he's older now. But he really was the start of exposing the radical left. Because he used to be a Marxist. And he used to be a radical leftist. He worked for the Black Panthers and they killed one of his friends and he realized they were horrible people. BLM is horrible and we need to support. We need to support eradicating the radicals. Your parents were communists. Card carrying. Card carrying. Everybody communists. we. Not communists like the communists that kids that think it's cool today. Right. We're talking old no, school no, these communists. Are, these, are, these are people who are part of a, a vast international conspiracy. Well, my mother was a registered Democrat. Um, I don't think anything different from certainly not the Democratic Party of today. Although then, I mean, when Roosevelt was president, they were all happy Democrats. When Truman um, declared that uh, America would defend free peoples fighting for their freedom against the Soviet Union, they all defected and formed the Progressive Party, which was run by the Communist Party. You are firmly on the left. Your whole first 40-some odd years. Uh, I was a Marxist. I wrote yeah. a book called Empire and Revolution, which the left used. Right. So leftist, communist, Marxist. I mean, so... Yeah, Paul Berman, for example. Yeah. Um, said of the of, of my book that it was like a I don't know what he said a handbook a Bible for the for the left before I, he called me a renegade <laughs> for leaving the left. Right. All right. If you can't figure out who it is, then you guys are really not on my level. So I'm gonna go look it up, and you guys are going to watch a clip I have never really shared because it's too spicy for daytime comedy. Enjoy. Guys doing all the stuff though, creepy. But it's Weinstein, Anthony Weiner. <laughs> His name is A. Weiner. He got in trouble for taking a picture of, guess what? A. Weiner. And he was sending it to people that didn't really want to see A. Weiner. You look at it, it's Weinstein, it's Weiner, it's Louis C.K. These are all Jews. There should be a song warning it. Look out for the Jew dorks. Before they'll screen test you, they'll want to molest you. Look out for the Jew dorks, Jew dorks. All right, that was the comedy. Let's see what you guys think. Lots of laughs. Ben Stein, very funny, very funny. Uh, Evan Syette, I have met him, great guy. Lone Wolf, $10 in the Super Chat bucket. Thank you so much. Awesome. And no one has given me the name of the famous speaker. It is not Boyne Sanders. And Geary coming through with $50. This makes up for my loss of income. The fact that DC had me buy flights, buy rental cars, buy hotels, no show. Block the weekend out for all other shows. Thank you, Geary. You understand what it's like to be a real artist, not one of these indoor cats, primped and prodded by the mainstream misledia, but someone working hard from a gym with his laptop on a garbage can. 
All right. Now, lest you believe I'm only making fun of Jewish people, which, by the way, I actually enjoy all the Jewish people I've met and interacted with, except for the radical leftist, because radical left cancels out Jew, and you just become a horrible person. So I, uh, I'm not here just to make fun of Jewish people. That's what always happens. Oh, he made a joke about gay people. He must hate gay people wrong. Oh, he talked about black people. Oh, now we talked about himself. He must hate himself. It's time for you to learn that comedians that are good will aim at everybody with their super soaker. And we're going to do that now with a whole new ethnicity. Roll it. I've gone around the world. They finally invited me to the Middle East to do comedy, which was a huge thing for me. Yeah, the Middle East. I'm like, wow. Yeah. They invited me a couple years back. I went. You got to dress nice. That threw me off. Because I always dress nice, but I'm like, whoa, what if I got to dress their kind of nice? Like, I buy my clothes here in America. I don't know what they're wearing. I shop at Urban Outfitters, not Turban Outfitters. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't have, you know, Abercrombie. Maybe they have Ahmadinejad and Fitch. I don't know what they have. Oh, you bums. I finally found the guy without any help from you. I'm over here running a show from a gym in a garbage can with mood music playing in the background. And I couldn't think of the name Instant Recall because I haven't seen the guy in a minute. But I have come up with the name of the speaker. No thanks to you. If you guys don't know this guy's name, you need to figure it out. Okay? This is one of the great speakers. Very logical. Very nice. And he used to be a radical leftist, and now he's not. And his name is, drumroll please, David Horowitz. I was completely wrong when I said Stein. But come on, Horowitz, Horostein, Horo Goldberg, whatever. This guy has some videos on YouTube, which you will love. When I had sort of assimilated all this, uh, I, I, my mission was to warn other people. And that's how I know that Barack Obama is a communist. And be sure to check him out. And if you don't like him, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just telling you he exists. All right. So did anyone know who that guy was? And has anyone ever seen his YouTube videos? You should check it out. Corona24 said, somebody said that one, Kayvon. Kayboz says, Sarah got it. You should have known. Well, thank you guys for helping me then. Because that was... That was something you don't want to do on live TV. You're like, there's a guy I like, the Jewish guy, pretty good videos. I don't know his name. Because then they're like, oh, no, you don't like him. You couldn't remember his name. Look, I could remember his name. I just had to Google it. All right. And by the way, not every name is Kayvon, the easiest name in the world to remember. Thank you, Kathy Brady, for helping me out and all of you for making this show come together. We will never forget that name again until next episode. Awesome. So you've laughed now at two different cultures. The Indian guy, the reason I showed that video, is the Indian gentleman says, I don't like Urban Outfitters. I need to go to Turban Outfitters. And he held up the letter T in front of Urban Outfitters, got a big laugh. I show that to tell you that I came up with that joke, but it doesn't mean I hate Indian people. And then I found a guy online who held that photo up of the Indian guy making the exact same joke. So if people can joke with each other, they can get along better. Here's a joke that got me yelled at, cursed out. Someone almost spit in my face. They were yelling so much spit was flying in my face. 
This was going back about 10 years ago, and they called me, get this, racist for making this joke. Racist. Now, we all know what a racist is. Anyone who beats a leftist in an argument. So they will use that word for everybody. If you have not been called a racist, you have not beat a leftist in an argument or you have not been a hilarious comedian at any point in your life, you be the judge. Went to the Middle East to perform, it was a blast, okay? But there are cultural differences. Now, before I talk about them, I'm not making fun of any religion, but I'll tell you it was harder for me because the girls wear different outfits. The girls in the Middle East will wear something similar to this. <laughs> Okay, tell your jokes, I'm ready, tell your jokes. You know how hard it is to tell jokes to someone you can't see their face? Tell your jokes, I'm ready to laugh, tell your jokes. I'm like, how do I know you're laughing? If my eyebrow goes up and down, I'm laughing, tell your jokes. That has a lot of truth to it. Because as a comedian, you are looking for as many facial clues as you can, not just to tell jokes, but to make fun of someone. If someone's wearing crazy glasses, you're like, where'd you steal those from? Rachel Maddow or Anderson Cooper? <laughs> Same glass, whatever. Information, facial features, if the girl is just gorgeous and the guy looks like Jeff Bezos, you're like, dang, that guy must have a lot of money because she is way too beautiful for you, sir. All these jokes. When you cover half the crowd with a tarp, you're not gonna get the same vibe as a comedian. So that joke comes from truth. I don't need to be lectured on, well, that's their religion. I didn't say it wasn't. I don't need to be told, well, just so you know, they don't want to wear that. I don't care. I am telling you at initial glance what a comedian sees and thinks, that's what we comment on. So if you want to hate the Jew dork video, or the burqa video, or the turban outfitters video. That is a personal problem. Comedians are not here to fix you, and we're not here to get canceled, and we're not here to be lectured or educated. You are not smarter than us. We have Plastico Flamingo with a great comment. Rachel Maddow stole her look from Jon Stewart, and she wished she could steal his whole biology. I love Carmindy Stevens, who understands comedy. The George Carlin effect. Everybody gets offended equally. That is equality, and that's what we're going for. Harriet Faith, Kayvon, you rock. Thank you so much. So this was a little taste of comedy since I couldn't do it live. Once again, for people who are joining a little late, I thought I would share with you exactly exactly where this show is taking place so you are not confused. All the people who were here from the very beginning, they know, but you don't. We are doing this show live from the gym, the fitness center of the Marriott, okay? And as you can see, I have stolen the Wi-Fi out of the back of the bicycle. So that is gone. The bicycle is offline. If you wanted to find out what your, you know, your time was or how fast you were pedaling yesterday, yeah, this bike is no longer connected, and now my microphone is being used on the bike seat as my pedestal. So that's right here. If I hold it up for you, you can kind of see without damaging everything. There it is, right on the bike seat. What do you think of that?
Cool. So I'm glad we made that work. Otherwise, I was in my hotel room with no Wi-Fi, and it would have been a horrible, horrible live show late night. But that's how we get creative. All right, that is the end of the show for the evening. We're going to keep it short on a Friday, let you all get back to partying, drinking, doing drugs. And that's what we do. We improvise, we adapt, we overcome. Semper Fi. It looks like we have uh, a military person in the comments. Our respect goes to the military. We still remember Memorial Day long after it's passed. As long as you're not Camel Ho Harris, you respect the military because you know how important they are. Now I need your help before I go. Do what that man did with his wife in bed. Share my comedy with someone who has never seen me. Does that make sense? This way, we can have a whole new batch of fans who are going to laugh, think, and push us to the next goal of mine, 500,000 subscribers before the end of 2021. 2021 was supposed to be a horrible year. They said comedy would not come back, but we are proving that wrong, even though we're having false starts and getting weekends canceled. If you like this special late night version of The Right Show, you can make a one-time donation on gofundme.com slash comedy. You can hit me on paypal.me slash tanksgod or the Cash App or Venmo. Those are always great ways. I want to say thanks God you watched Late Night Live. If you want this to be a continual thing, maybe I can grab some more comedy clips, find the local gym in a hotel, steal the bicycle, unplug the Wi-Fi, and give you good quality streaming. If you look to my right or left, you can see the mirrors of all the other treadmills. Uh-huh. Looking good. And we'll do this maybe tomorrow. You know I had two shows tomorrow. They both got canceled. So it'll be up to you if we keep this going or if this is just a one-off situation. Thank you for joining me on a weird hour, on a weird time, and I think it was well worth it. 